0: New Japan tickets went on sale today for the Cow Palace. My thoughts on last night's Raw, including the quick results and ratings, and a whole lot more on today's Gary Watches Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to the Gary Watches Wrestling Podcast. My name is Gary Cantrell. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the show. Do appreciate your support. Make sure you spread the word. Tell a friend leave an iTunes review. All right, let's talk about the New Japan G1 special in San Francisco taking place on Saturday, July the 7th of this year. They have already put the tickets on sale today for the Cow Palace and people had a wide variety of thoughts on how this thing was going to do on the very first day. And as of right now, it doesn't necessarily look like half the building is gone, But there are quite a few that have moved. Most of the tickets on the floor are gone with the exception of some of the further back rows. Um, The lower, middle, and upper bowl towards the center of the ring are all gone. When you look at it, it's mainly the tickets that are on the far corners away from the ring that are still available. And... I could sit here and count out these seats, but it's probably going to take me a while. And the show is supposed to be 15 minutes or less. So, with that being said, um, it would definitely appear that you know they've got a ways to go. There are no matches announced at this time, and I would have, I would venture to guess that once they announce some matches for the show, the tickets are going to start to move. John Cena has a new movie role. He will be starring in the Jansen directive, which seven bucks productions that's headed up by the rock will be producing this film. The rock uh, went on Twitter and said, I found my star been a long time coming and congrats to my good bud at John Cena on landing the lead role for our film, the Jansen directive. And if you screw this up, I'm laying the smack down on you let's work hard and make it a good one. This film is a, uh, 2002, it's based on a 2002 spy novel written by L- Robert Ludlow, Ludlum? one of those, sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to butcher the guy's name. Uh, in fact, uh, in this article from Variety, it says that, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was actually going to play the lead role of Paul Jansen that, uh, Cena has. However, he stepped aside due to his schedule and he's just going to produce the film. So congratulations to John Cena. As of right now, I don't believe Cena has commented on this. So, um, once he does, we will keep you posted on that. Muhammad Hassan, the former WWE wrestler made his return to a ring. It was an indie show on Saturday for Dynasty Pro in Amsterdam, New York. His first time in 13 years is a video on YouTube, and it is credited with his appearance on the Why It Ended podcast, which is hosted by uh, Matt Kuhn and Robert, Robert, Robbie E., excuse me. Um, I believe that was their very first podcast, or maybe it was the second one. It was one of the two. It was either the first or the second of their podcasts that he was on, quite a, an interesting podcast. And actually, if you go to twitter.com slash why it ended, you can get all the information about their podcast. It's really good. I recommend going out of your way to check it out, but, uh, he credits that for, uh, his reason for coming back to the ring. And apparently he came back on the show. I've not heard it yet, but he came back on the show to talk about it. So make sure you check that out. Um, let's see here. Arya Davari. He was uh, at the face of some controversy. He issued a apology on Twitter, quoting, uh, "During an appearance this past Friday, I portrayed a fictional character and played the role of an antagonist, no different than what other actors would do in a movie or a TV show. That character." Does not reflect my personal views, and I apologize to anyone that may have been offended by the skit. I have an incredible amount of respect for the great people of Iran, and I'm very proud of my Iranian heritage. Thank you. Someone uh, tweeted him asking why he would apologize, because uh, this person thought that he did not need to issue an apology, and he says, unfortunately, some people took offense to this despite it being pure entertainment. Some threats were made against my life. I wanted to put this statement out to clarify where I am as a person where I as a person stand compared to my TV character. He also goes on to say that uh, he found it interesting that BBC Persian did not pick up his apology, but they were the ones who uh, put out the story about this whole character thing. I guess, in other words, drummed up all the controversy. So we'll keep our eyes posted on that story as more comes. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. First, the rating, they did a 2.14, which is up from the 2.09 rating that the show got last week. They averaged 3.066 million viewers, which is down from the 3.104 million average from last week. And... It appears that there was a NBA playoff game last night. I don't really follow basketball, but, uh, TNT was airing this and it had done 4.689 million viewers. So definitely some strong competition. And as I understand it, that there is more NBA playoffs to come and thus could play a, a role in the ratings, uh, going forward. So let's talk about the show. Here's the quick, and en- here's the quick results, um, there was a, well, let's give you the matches first. Elias versus Bobby Roode was a no contest back and forth from both guys. Elias, uh, actually injured Roode, throwing him throat first on the turnbuckle, not actually the turnbuckle, but the metal piece right behind the turnbuckle. And at that point, the referee stopped the match. They had a stretcher him out. Elias declared himself the winner. The authors of pain defeated Jean-Pierre and Francois. Ruby riot defeated Sasha Banks. Riot uh, gets the win with the Riot kick after uh, much interruption by the Riot squad. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley defeated Jinder Mahal, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Strowman got the pin on Kevin Owens after his running power slam. No Way Jose defeated Baron Corbin. There was an interference by Titus O'Neil playing up on the tripping from the Royal Rumble. Titus did some kind of slip on the apron, distracting Baron Corbin. Natalya defeated Mickey James. Uh, Alexa Bliss was out there for Mickey James. Ronda Rousey was out there for Natalia. And Ronda Rousey chased uh, Alexa, Bis- Alexa Bliss after she tried to interfere. So this was a distraction that uh, allowed Natalia to win the match. Finally, Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins defeated Finn Balor. Rollins hit the curb stomp. And this was after quite the back and forth and encounters. Uh, but he won the match and retained the, the championship. Also on the show, there was a uh, there was actually a segment featuring Finn Balor and Seth Rollins earlier on in the show with the Miz Uh Seth Rollins basically come out talking about how he wanted to be a fighting champion. He wanted to be unlike Brock Lesnar and actually take on challenges. And this led to Finn Balor interrupting him saying, hey, what, what about tonight? And the Miz Miztourage came out. They wanted to form the four horsemen of the WWE. And Seth and, and Finn declined. And when that happened, the Miz Miztourage tried to attack them. But they just got fought off. At the end of this whole thing, once they cleared the Miz Miztourage out of the ring, Seth Rollins turned his back to Finn Balor. Finn Balor attacked him and, and left him laying. So I don't know if they're going to foreshadow or if they're trying to foreshadow a heel turn from... Uh, Finn Balor, but I would definitely welcome it. I think it would be a nice fresh change for him. Uh, and then finally, there was a show opening promo. Roman Reigns, he came out to talk about how everybody knows that he should be the champion pretty much. There was a referee, Chad Patton, had tweeted that, you know, the the, the call was made in the heat of the moment. It, the call stands, but maybe it was not the right call. And at this point, Samoa Joe's up on the on the screen Talking about, uh, you know, Roman didn't deliver, he's a crybaby, etc etc At this point, Jinder Mahal interrupts and he's talking about how he lost to Jeff Hardy and he didn't cry about it. And then Sami Zayn came out, Kevin Owens came out. Kevin Owens took a poll on who was most popular because all these men wanted to take on Roman. And once Kevin determined that he thought he was going to be the one to face him, <clears throat> it was at that point where it, he was attacked by Roman Reigns and... Roman uh got uh got beat up. Bobby Lashley came out to make the save Then he got beat up and then Braun Strowman came out to clear out everywhere. So that's your look at Raw. Uh Roman, 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 Roman. Goodness gracious, I wish they would do something a little bit different with Roman. I'm not necessarily in the camp that so many are in that oh, he's got to be a heel, he's got to be a heel, but He's got to do something. I, I think uh, too many times he's just left there with people just talking so much smack to him and he just doesn't say a thing. Uh, Montreal, I mean, booed this man damn near out of the building. He said nothing. So they really, really got to take a long look at how they present this guy and and think about a different way of presenting him. If not turning him heel, give him something different uh, to sink his teeth into because it just... There's a lot to be desired with Roman Reigns. I'll leave it to you that way. But anyway, that's going to be the show for today. Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. Make sure you check me out on Instagram, Gary Watches Wrestling, on Twitter, at Gary's Wrestling. Leave a review in iTunes, please. I do love those. It helps with the discovery of the show. And uh, hit me up. Thank you guys so much for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time.